Welcome to the Cowboys Beat audio podcast, streaming live on the Cowboys Beat Podcast Network, where we talk about everything related to America's team. Prescott got a carry. And reach, flip, sets up first and goal at the... Hosted by none other than Chris K. Third and seven, blitz coming, Prescott in trouble, lofting it to the corner. You may know him from his work on TikTok, but now he's taking over the podcasting world. We're not here just to take part, we're here to take over. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast for August 15th, 2022. Today, we're going to be talking about Antonio Brown wanting to join the Cowboys, and we'll be recapping the Cowboys and the Broncos preseason game. Before we get into the episode, please make sure to follow and rate the show. Five stars would be greatly appreciated. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, Cowboys Beat, on all of those platforms. Let's get into the episode. So Antonio Brown wants to join the Cowboys. In an interview with TMZ, he says, quote, tell Jerry to call me. Now, at first, I thought that this was just Antonio Brown seeking attention, and this very well could be him just doing that due to the fact that the Cowboys are the number one brand in all of the NFL. But what's funny is that there are Cowboys fans that want the Cowboys to go out and sign Antonio Brown. I personally have no idea why any Cowboys fan would want to do this. We do know that this guy played on the Steelers, Raiders, Patriots, and Buccaneers, and things ended poorly in every one of those places. So please tell me how things are going to be different here. They're not going to be different here. I understand that Antonio Brown is not mentally right and he is in need of help. However, I can respect that and also say I want him nowhere near this football team. We have to understand that the Cowboys are trying to build a championship team. And even though Antonio Brown won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, and I was happy for him that he was able to win a Super Bowl. But what makes you look at Antonio Brown at the current moment and say he'd be great on the Cowboys? Guys, it's not just about the X's and O's. There are certain things that you can't look past. And the attitude that Antonio Brown has had recently screams to me that he shouldn't be anywhere near this football team. I want to read this tweet that Antonio Brown put out there. Quote, my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. And it it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jets stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. You want this guy on this team? Yeah, hard pass. Now look, we all make mistakes. Everybody is prone to making mistakes. However, you need to own up to your mistakes and become a better person from it. Antonio Brown isn't interested in that. And that is reason a thousand as to why I want nothing to do with Antonio Brown on the Cowboys. Okay, let's get to the Cowboys versus Broncos recap. Overreaction is a real thing when it comes to these preseason games. If you play good, you're going to the Super Bowl, and if you play bad, you're going 0-17. Nathaniel Hackett, the Broncos coach, made a good comment about preseason. If you win, it doesn't mean anything, but you also hate to lose. Couldn't have said it better myself, personally. The Cowboys lost this game for two reasons. Bad quarterback play and penalties. They lost 17-7, by the way. We have to understand that while, yes, you don't love seeing this team play undisciplined football, especially after that San Francisco game, most of the guys that played tonight will not be getting significant reps. Here are the players that didn't play tonight. 
Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Oso Digizua, Dorrance Armstrong, Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Leighton Vanderash, Jabril Cox, Anthony Barr, Trayvon Diggs, Anthony Brown, J. Ron Kirst, Donovan Wilson, and Malik Cooker. That's at least 90% of your starting unit. Pretty much the only guys that played that were starters were Tyler Smith, Terrence Steele, Tyler Biotich, Jalen Tolbert, and Neville. That's it. I don't love how many penalties the Cowboys had, but we need to take into account that the starters didn't play in this game. Let's talk about the good and the bad from this game. The offensive line looked very good during this game. They were able to open running lanes, they pushed the defensive line back, and they were very solid in pass protection outside of Josh Ball. That's a very encouraging sign to me. That was something that I was looking for, and I thought they did a good job during this game. Tyler Smith looked very good in this game. Tyler Smith looked strong, he looked smart, and looked athletic during this game. He was big in opening lanes in the running game. He was able to get to the second level and block linebackers, and he looked like a completely different player than what he was at Tulsa. For some reason, people are killing the kid for the two penalties that he had. Both of them were holding penalties. That's something that he struggled with in college. I don't think it's fair to do that because one of them was a bad call. The linebacker fell into Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith picked up the blitz and did his job and the ref made a bad call. We have to understand though that this kid is only a rookie and this was his first game in the NFL ever. It's only up from here for Tyler Smith. I was very impressed with what I saw from Tyler Smith. Tyler Biotis and Terrence Steele looked fine as well. Overall, the offensive line as a whole outside of Josh Ball played very well. The running backs as a whole had a good game. The most impressive of the bunch was Malik Davis with eight carries and 51 yards on 6.4 yards per carry. He also had three receptions for 16 yards as well. Rico Dowdle and Schlampkin played fine as well. I did notice that Rico missed some holes on the offensive line and decided to cut back instead of being patient and running through the hole. As a whole, the running game was effective. 141 yards on the ground and the quarterbacks contributed to that stat as well. But I like what I saw and how they were able to be effective on the ground. This is encouraging because the Cowboys are going to have to be effective on the ground this upcoming season with the lack of receivers they have to start the season. The defensive line did their damn thing as well. Man, did they look good. Neville Gallimore and Quentin Bohanna did their damn thing. Both of those guys looked big and quick, which is what Dan Quinn was trying to do with this defensive line. Run defense was a problem for the Cowboys this past season. And look, this defensive line, while being unproven, they sure do have a lot of potential with guys like Neville, Osa, Bohanna, Golston, and guys like that. They'll have a lot of depth on the defensive line, and they'll be able to rotate guys in and out and throw different looks at the defense. Another thing to look for is that these guys on the defensive line all have different skill sets. So Dan Quinn will certainly be ready to use them to his advantage. Darren Bland was a bright spot in this secondary. I would not be shocked if he made this roster and gets reps over Kelvin Joseph and Nishan Wright, especially because Darren Bland was drafted more so to be a special teams guy. And the fact that so far this preseason, he looks to be a solid regular cornerback. That's a good thing for the Cowboys. Some other guys that I want to shout out are Simi Fioko and Jake Ferguson on the offense. They were behind the eight ball due to the fact that the guys throwing them the ball are just not good, but they did flash when they were given the opportunity. Another thing that I saw was the Cowboys were running a lot of personnel. Hell, they were even running three tight ends at, at one point when they had McKeon, Ferguson, and Jeremy Sprinkle in at the same time. So that's very interesting. I think that they're going to have to play a lot of 12 personnel to start the season 
season. And now that maybe Jake Ferguson could potentially be an option for you at tight end number three, or maybe even tight end number two, if he's able to beat out Sean McKeon for that role, I think that's a very promising thing to see. I saw a lot of what they do with Dalton Schultz. That's what they did with Jake Ferguson. You know, like play action rollouts, find him in the flat. I like what I saw from Jake Ferguson a lot. On the defense, Sam Williams, Malik Jefferson, Story Jackson, and Devin Harper had some very nice reps as well. I was really impressed with Devin Harper. I like what I saw from him. I think he has a lot of potential. I think that he'll probably make the team over guys like Malik Jefferson and Story Jackson. Let's take a quick break before we get into the bad from this game. If you're enjoying this episode, please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. Now back to the show. Now on to the bad. Let's start off with the penalties. Even though I said I'm not going to overreact to the penalties, I didn't like seeing all the penalties that the Cowboys committed during this game. I know these are backups, but they have to be more disciplined. Kelvin Joseph jumped offside and gave the Broncos another chance at a field goal, and they made it. That's three points right there that were given to the Broncos because of penalties. It's unacceptable, and it needs to be addressed even with the backups. The kicker, Hiram, also missed the kick as well. That's another three points that you just gave the Broncos. So I didn't love seeing that either. Cooper Rush was flat out off on this game. He wasn't decisive. He had nothing on his balls. He made ill-advised throws and was just not good. That's why it was hard to get a gauge on these receivers playing with him for a good portion of this game. Hopefully Will Greer is back next week so we can have a better read on the receivers we have playing in these games. Josh Ball. Josh Ball, man. The Cowboys need to go get a veteran swing tackle because at the moment, Josh Ball is not ready for that role on this team. I understand that Josh Ball was always a developmental prospect, and I'm not ready to cut the guy, but he's certainly not ready to play significant reps for this team and protect your $40 million quarterback. This is not a good option for the Cowboys. They need to find somebody else to fill this role for them, and that's not an overreaction because, I mean, he's not playing against starters. Josh Ball did not look good, and so far, he looks like he has slot be blocking and he committed I think two penalties as well he's not ready yet go find another guy to fill that role Jalen Tolbert I hate to do it to you bro I really do but Tolbert did not play well in this game again I really didn't like the way either of the quarterbacks played in this game, but that drop he had on that fourth down was inexcusable. That's a play that extend your, extends your drive. It was an easy catch to make, and Tolbert flat out dropped it. I'm not ready to say yet that he isn't ready to be the wide receiver number two, but it is definitely something to look out for in the future preseason games for sure. We're asking a lot from Tolbert this season, so we need him to step up. Let's not overreact to this either. Jamar Chase also dealt with drop issues during the preseason last year, and look at what happened there. Kelvin Joseph and Deshaun Wright struggled in this game. Both committed penalties, both were getting beaten coverage, and overall, just not a good showing from these guys. I will say that the Denver receivers did make some really good plays that would be hard for a lot of corners to defend against, but both had sloppy performances. I'm not ready to give up on either of these guys, but I need to see more from these guys in the upcoming preseason game. As a whole, I did come out of this game feeling good despite the result, and here's why. The Cowboys ran the ball effectively and stopped the run. 141 yards on the ground compared to 39 on the ground from Denver. If this was a regular season game and that was the case with our starters versus theirs, I have a hard time believing that the Cowboys would lose that game. The Denver receivers made good plays all game this game, and that was the difference. They made plays, the Cowboys didn't. Simple as that. It also doesn't help that the Cowboys were undisciplined this game and committed as many penalties as as they did. That's something we are going to have to look out for in future preseason games. 
However, that's going to be it for the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast for August 15th, 2022. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to follow the show and leave a review. Make sure to also follow my social media pages. You can find me at Cowboys Beat on all of them. And until next time, I'll see you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Cowboys Beat Audio Podcast. Please make sure to follow the show and leave a review. We'll We'll see see you next time time on the Cowboys Cowboys Beat Beat Audio Audio Podcast. Podcast.